Hey, Donnie here. I wanted to tell you about Champions 90. Champions 90 isn't a workout routine or a fitness routine. This is about you transforming your life mentally, giving yourself an upgrade while you build to business freedom. Champions 90 is about you getting quiet with your thoughts, staying focused on building your business and getting you to freedom. Come join the challenge at champions90.com. Hey, what's up, guys? You know, I love it when I get an opportunity to bring somebody from across the pond um, and have a fun conversation. So you're going to get my country twang with the, the whole UK sounding voice. So it's always a fun conversation. Um, I met Dan through Martin and Kelly, who are just phenoms over uh, in the UK area. I've loved partnering up with them on a lot of fun things. So, so this is going to be a fun conversation. So Dan Warburton, welcome to the show, my friend. Please. Tell us your story. Thank you so much. And thanks for the warm welcome. Yes, as you can tell, I have a very thick British accent. <laughs> I never know if I'm supposed to say British, UK, or, or what I'm supposed to say. So it's just always... You're supposed to say England. Oh, England. That's what I'm supposed to say. Yeah, <laughs> I can never keep up with it. <laughs> I, I can't myself either, honestly. <laughs> so so my, my story, I mean... You know, I'm I'm not an overnight success. I'm somebody who's failed in many, many businesses before succeeding. I've struggled, you know, and and I've just had a journey where I can absolutely say that success isn't something you're born with. <laughs> and success is something that you gain if you want it enough. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. for me, my story, I mean, most of the guys have heard it, but, you know, mom was working in factories. Dad, you know, was a truck driver. You know, we grew up on a farm. And, wow. you know, uh, years of just busting our ass and working our asses off. And, and you know, we, we kept plowing forward. And eventually, you know, um, things started moving in the right direction. And, you know, I just, that's, I, I think we're living in the greatest moment of history of people can create and do what they need to do to, to change and create a better life for themselves. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Definitely with technology and the way it's going. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing times. Yeah, absolutely. So tell the folks a little bit about your story and who you are and what you do. So I'm a transformational coach and I specialize in enabling entrepreneurs who've hit a plateau to break through and realize their greatest visions. So I eat, breathe, sleep, guiding entrepreneurs through times when maybe they feel overwhelmed when their businesses are just getting out of hand and, you know, like they're just losing their life. They haven't got a life because of their business or maybe they've, you know, built up a business and it doesn't fulfill them anymore. They don't know what to do next kind of lost direction you know uh yeah and and, and anything in between any, any kind of entrepreneurial challenge that people deal with i'm i'm able through you know coaching what, what i call transformational coaching to guide people to transform what's causing them to experience those limitations those challenges because the limitations and challenges you know it's it's never in their business it's always in the mindset 
you know? Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, even on my own journey of building this whole business, you know, I hit several plateaus along the way. Most of them stem from me be having too big of an ego and wanting to do everything my damn self. So <laughs> I had to, you know, go through a lot of learning to figure out how to delegate and bring on, you know, staff and still continue to grow and, you know, turn off the ego a little bit and, and, you know, let people geek out in the things they, they want to geek out on. So it's, it's been, nobody tells you when you start a business, how much self-discovery you're going to find along the way. So <laughs> yeah. It's, it's been a fascinating, you know, learning experience for me. You know, yeah. To do all this. So, yeah. I think what I was just going to say, what's the saying that I heard? There's no such thing as having problems in business. There's only having problems in your lifestyle that you bring into your business. Oh, I haven't heard that, but I freaking like, there's a lot of truth. A lot yeah. of truth. I mean, because once you run a business, you run a business and then life happens alongside of it. Yeah. They're not two separate things. Um, buddy of mine, Mike McCallowitz, the author of Profit First, you know, he said it this way, you know, being married to an entrepreneur is like being in a car going 200 miles an hour, although the spouse is sitting in the passenger seat and there's no steering wheel. <laughs> you know, so it's just straight balls of walls and you're just trying to hold on as everybody's trying to figure it out. And I thought it, I've always thought it was a great description of what it's like to hang out with somebody crazy enough to start a business. So, <laughs> so you help people through, you know, figure out all kinds of things. We're going to do this a little bit different. And Dan's going to walk us through kind of a, uh, a scenario, a coaching practice to help people get past that moment. So where you might be stuck or hell, I might be stuck. Um, he's going to take us through a process to help us get unstuck so we can get to that next level. So how do we do that, Dan? Yeah, great. Really good. And, and I guess we just need to kind of create some context around it. So if you're having those days where you feel like you're putting a lot of energy and a lot of effort in, but you're not getting the results, or perhaps you feel like every day feels the same and you're just not getting that reward and you feel like you're just, as they say, treading water, just not going anywhere. Or maybe you've just lost your way a bit and you're not quite sure what to do next or where to put your energy next. Any of those kind of experiences, what I'm going to be taking you through now is going to likely, if you do this properly, it's going to likely enable you to break free of that and be able to move into a new, a, a new level of clarity and be able to see the actions to then take going forwards. So, so, it, so yeah, so if you want to participate in this, it, the best way is with a pen and paper and actually like go through this, take notes. And I'm in, I'm going to grab a pen and paper because I want to go through it myself. So Oh, wow. This is going to be so powerful, Donnie. Let's do Amazing. it. <laughs> so, I, dude, I'm not shy of anything. You know, I, one thing that I, I, that I, that, that I learned for, for me, it, and, and people have asked me how I've built the audiences and the platforms and things I have. And, and my answer is really simple, is I share the shit I wish somebody would have taught me, you know, years ago. So, so yeah. as I launched my business and jumped in, I screwed up so many things because I didn't know any better. I'm not sure I would have listened if somebody tried to tell me any different anyways. But, <laughs> but you know, I've just learned that the more that I can show the world how I'm doing it, they can find it in themselves. So hell yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Great, let's do it. So 
I'm going to be taking you through what's called my seven point transformational mandala. And this is something that's taken me about 15 years of research and development and refining to make it what it is now. And it have us, it has us be able to become aware of the ways of thinking that, that are causing us to not operate at the level of performance that we could do in our lives, especially as entrepreneurs. So the first part of it is occurrence. So if you can write that down, occurrence, that's O double C U R E N C E occurrence. And everyone has a different way that the world occurs. Neither's right. Neither's wrong. It's just the way the world occurs for each of us. And it's different. So if we were to look at like, how do we feel when things don't go to plan or things take so much longer than we wanted them to, you know, or perhaps look at how do you feel when you've got an appointment scheduled with somebody and they just don't turn up and they don't text or mention anything about it, you know? Right. Right. I mean, for, for me, those were all unique scenarios. There's some days when people don't show up for an appointment that I'm actually fucking relieved. <laughs> it's because I get a break. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, so, yeah. so there's that. I mean, there's, there are times that it actually pisses me off because, you know, not that time is money because time is just time, but, but that, you know, I schedule so many meetings that you don't want to have a missed opportunity but sometimes it is a reprieve. Um, well, you see, when you when they don't turn up and you're okay about that, we wouldn't want to transform that because that's working for you, right? Right. That's actually a good high-performance indicator. But on the other hand, it's like, how do you feel perhaps when things don't go to plan or things take longer than you expected them to? So it's an interesting thing for me. So... I, prior to running a business, if sales calls went south, if meetings went bad, if deals went bad, it would fucking drive me bonkers, you know, because I'd have, I'd have so much emotional something into that moment. Yeah. Nowadays with the company, I've learned that you don't learn anything without adversity and the more self-imposed adversity, the better. So trying new things, experiencing new things. um, I constantly tell the team, let's go break some shit. Um, Because- (laughs) And and, and again, you see, that's great. And that's where you're showing up powerfully and you wouldn't want to transform that. Right. Right. You see, I want you to get that you're like an athlete that's operating, you know, or performing at a very, very high level. We're looking at shaving off a hundredth of a millimeter off your 400 meter sprint, you know? And so it's going to take something to, you know, for you, especially to find that gap for some of you other listeners kind of, you know, you might've written down, like when things don't go to plan, I feel frustrated, annoyed, angry, you know, or anything like that, you know, and it could be that for you, Donnie, it would take more work to actually distinguish a gap to transform, you know? <laughs> you know, I, well, I mean, we, there is a frustration. So we can go there. I think it'll be more powerful for the audience. So we launched our networking groups, Success Champions Networking. Yeah. And if I was at the helm of all of these groups and I was, was recruiting, running the meetings and everything, these groups would be more massive than they currently are because I I know how to do it. I know how to scale them. I know how to grow them. 
I'm not so good at always teaching others how to duplicate what I've done. So, mm. so I get frustrated more at myself because I can't get them to my level. Is that the right, maybe they, yeah. I don't want to sound pompous yeah, yeah, yeah. in that, but, but, but that's, that's where my biggest frustration will come into play is I know nobody's ever going to be as passionate about what I do as, as, as I am. Great. So, so just take that down. Yeah. Under occurrence, frustrated. Great. So now you've got something to break through and transform, right? Okay. So now if you write the title to the second section, which is physiology, when you feel that frustration, where in your body do you feel that frustration? Oh, that's a good, interesting question. Like, how do you know you're frustrated when you're frustrated? Um, because I'm, I, I think I'm thinking about it more often than anything. That's it. But there'll be a physicality to it, right? I would love to say yes. And I'm trying to think when I'm frustrated, where do I feel it? That's an interesting question. Probably either in my head or my gut, one of the two. Okay, go with your gut. Okay. And just, and just put sensation in my gut or, around, or just put around my gut. That's, that's all you need to. It's just to bring awareness to that, right? Okay. Really good. So now if you write the title to the third section, which is recalling. Recalling? Yeah. R-E-C-A-L-L-I-N-G. That's it, yeah. So as you now get present to this sensation, the frustration and the sensation in your gut, when was the first time you remember experiencing this sensation and where were you? Ooh, frustration. Um, how far back do you want me to go in life? Far as you can. Cool, I got it. So as a young kid, um, wrestling how match. Were five, six. Wow, that's this is, perfect, Donnie, yeah, really good. Yeah, really this, good this work, is my, yeah. my earliest memory. Um, and, and it's fascinating. It's actually something that I've been studying a lot lately. So this is kind of cool. So uh, grew up, uh, we lived on a farm. All of us kids were into wrestling. Yeah. Um, my brother was a beast, state champion, huge wrestler. My brother was a good wrestler. My middle brother was a good wrestler. And I was following in their footsteps, right? So this particular tournament, we drove hours to get to this tournament um, through the snow, horrible weather. Wow. And at this particular tournament, my brother, oldest brother lost his match and was out of the tournament. My middle brother loses his match and is out of the tournament. So I'm the only one left to wrestle. If I win my match, we stay and go through the rest of the tournament. If I wow. lose my match, we go home. Okay. Yeah. So I got two older brothers that are pissed off that they're still there. They lost their matches. They don't want to be there. They know it's a long car ride home. They just want to get on the road, but I'm the youngest brother, right? Yeah. I'm, I, I, you know, I'm going to, yeah. I could feel that mom and dad were one hand. I hope he does really good, but they also kind of wanted to get on the road too. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was frustrated that they weren't into it as much as I was. And I was thinking, man, here I am, you know, getting ready to wrestle this match you know, you guys have always supported them, always done that. But here I am fixing to do this wrestling match. Yeah. So long story short, I threw the match. I let the kid oh. pin me so he could fucking go home. Um, oh, and and that's still a frustration. You know, thinking back on it is how much has that shown up in the rest of my life that I threw that match? 
Yeah, this is a great insight. We can really do work on this. Yeah, brilliant. Nice. So under recalling, just put a couple of notes that to just recall the event and write it down like it's an event that's happening now. So I am six years old. Uh, we had driven a long way to the wrestling match. Mm. My two brothers were out of the, of the wrestling competition. I could have won it. And that's the truth. Yeah, very good. But forfeited the match and pretended to lose just so that we could all go home. Yep. Yeah, really good. Really good. So now under interpretation, if you write interpretation. Okay. Really good. So as you bring yourself back to that moment, there you are, you're six years old and you've just forfeited the match and you just got that feeling of, you know, what you'd just done. In that moment, you'd have been thinking something that starts with, I'm not. Ooh, that's an interesting, I'm not. Cause what kept running through my head is how disappointed I was. Yeah, and I'm disappointed because I'm not. Disappointed because I'm not seen as enough as them, not. Very good, I'm not seen as enough. Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, really good work, Donnie. I'm not seen as enough. And it might have a second part to it. I'm not seen as enough. I'm... It, it's a weird... I'm disappointed, but I'm also pissed off. So I'm down yeah, on myself, yeah. but I'm mad because I'm throwing in the towel for them, not me. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Disappointed is still the strongest word that comes through. Yeah, no, really good. Really good. And so what we've done now is we've been able to put a language to those sensations, that frustration. So I'm not seen as enough. Yeah. Right. Really good work. So now if you write the title to the next section, which is breakthrough. Okay. And under breakthrough, if you could put like a subtitle, which is unwanted impacts, unwanted impacts. Okay. So, so far we've been working with a realm of feelings. How do we feel when things don't go to plan or take longer than we want them to? Yeah. And then how do we physically feel those sensations? And then as we've then felt those sensations, we then use the, the, the feeling, the sensations to travel back in time through our memories. And you didn't even think about it. You didn't even flinch. You just went, oh, right, got it, six years old. Yep. It's in interesting, right? And then as you then relive that event, I then asked you, what were you thinking at the time as you felt those feelings, starting with I'm not? And that's because the world was happening in a certain way and you compared yourself to the world and had to arrive at an understanding of the world in that moment. And your understanding of the world in that moment was I'm not seen as enough, yeah? Right. So now what we've done is we've been able to give a language to those feelings, but what we're gonna do now is we're gonna look at that not as a way of feeling, but as a way of being. So being, I'm not seen as enough. 
So what are the unwanted impacts? What are the things that you have in your life that you don't want to have in your life as an outcome of being, I'm not seen as enough? Um, I know without a shadow of a doubt that that played through in a lot of times in my life. So, so if I felt like I wasn't seen as enough, I became an asshole in school. Like if people yeah, weren't ahead. paying attention to me, right. I I'd fucking act out like nobody's business. If attention went someplace else. So I became the class clown, the jokester, the loud kid, and, you know, as, as I continue to move through life, which didn't bode well, so I got a chip on my shoulder, Yeah, right? got it. you know, and so, so, so what was, but what's the impact of being that way today for you? Like what, what, when you feel that, what is it that perhaps you avoid doing? Um, and this is probably going to be weird for a lot of people to hear, but I think I don't go as big as I should be going. Um, very good. Right. Because even in all the platforms and everything that I have and the success I have, I think I could go a hell of a lot bigger, Mm. but I think I'm worried. Am I enough to do the changes and impact on the world that I want to do? Very good. So, so the unwanted impact is I'm not fulfilling my potential. Yeah. 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 Great. Write that down. Yeah. Really good. Not fulfilling my potential. And then what's the unwanted impact of not fulfilling your potential? Well, I I think there's one, I think it's put limits on me. Very good. So, so, so the unwanted impact is I I put limits on myself. Yeah. 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 Write that down. Yeah. Really good work. I put limits on myself. And then what is it that isn't happening that, that could happen if you didn't put limits on yourself. Say it again. What is it that isn't happening that could happen if you didn't put limits on yourself? And as, as bold as this is to say, I think I'd truly change the world. Um, Yeah, great. And this, this is perfect, right? You're just, you know, and there's no right or wrong in this. This is just a way of being, and we're carrying a scientific inquiry as to what the unwanted impact. That's all it is, right? Nope. And so, and so, what doesn't happen is you don't you don't get to impact the world like you could. True. Yeah. True. So, so yeah, write that down. I don't I don't get to impact the world like I could. Got it. You're doing really well. It's really good. I love this is live as well, you know, because this is, this is I like it. It's really great. So what are the other unwanted impacts of being I'm not seen as enough? Um limits keeps coming up. I think I um I think I probably hold myself back in other aspects of my life. You know, could I be a better husband? Could I be a better son? Could I, you know, do better by my clients? Um, Is there an ego in the way of allowing me to go bigger? Yeah. 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 Very Um, good. 
So what's the unwanted impact? What is it that you're left with that's like an unwanted impact, something you don't want in your life? Um, I think I am... The unwanted impact is probably the amount of freedoms by self-imposed limitations. So financial, you know, uh, personal, you know, growth. There's, there's always the, I want to do this or go do that, you know, all the way through. But because I've limited myself, I may not always have the means to do the things I want to do, whether it's financial, whether it's time, whether it's whatever else. So it's- Yeah, got it. So, so the unwanted impact is I don't have the means to do what I want to do. Right. Yeah, I'll write that down. Really good. I don't have the means to do what I want to do. Got it. So what's the unwanted impact of not having the means to do what you want to do? Um, frustration. <laughs> We're yeah. back to there. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, uh, great. Yeah, that's a good word, frustration. Yeah, so now you can see how you've closed the loop. It's like a, it, it fulfills itself, right? Yep. So read out to me the unwanted impacts you've got there. Um, l- limits on myself. Yeah. I don't get to impact the world like I could, and I don't have the means to do what I want to do. Yeah, very good. Oh, there was one good. more. I'm sorry. I'm not fulfilling my potential was the first not one. Fulfill- yeah. Okay. So what would your life look like in the next five years if you continue to be that way? Oh, it'd be the same level I'm at now. And that's, that's the most frustrating thing at all. Yeah. Got it. Cause I, you know, to, to your point, I think a lot of my journey has been repeated growth. There's been mm. growth, but it's been the same cycle as flow is I always find myself back trapped by some sort of limit. Yeah. Got it. Got it. So what would your life look like in the next 10 years? If you continue to be that way? Um, fucking miserable (laughs) yeah got it yeah got it yeah really good and you know again no i just really acknowledge you for having this conversation live with all your listeners because this takes a lot of courage guys like those of you that are listening in this man is going deep right he's really starting to reveal something that most of us would keep hidden and this is what leadership looks like donnie is showing up like an absolute (laughs) leader right now and he's showing you how to do this work because this is where the breakthroughs come from so we can see here that this way of being is actually incredibly destructive for you in your life, right, Donnie? Yes. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. So it's it, interesting. You know. Is is some would look at the life and and say, you know, he's living it. Of course they would, but it's not in a. It's not. This isn't somewhere to compare. This is you. Yes. being with yourself right this is this Absolutely. conversation is only with you and yourself right, right. and Absolutely. the listener is having a conversation with them and themselves right there is no right. comparing in this right and so what i want you to get is that we're in that context this is incredibly destructive for you in your life yes 
Like there's no way that you'll ever fulfill your potential or achieve the greatness that you really could with this way of being running you. 100%. Well done, really good. So what I want you to get is that this way of being is just incredibly destructive when you're in your life. Do you get that? Agreed, 100%. Very good. Do you see how this way of being just doesn't serve you any longer? I understand the principles behind that statement. How's that? Mm. Okay. So how is this way of being still serving you then? I don't think it's it's serving me, but I don't know how to remove it. Is that a better way of putting that's it? A, that's, a, that's a different conversation. I'm okay. just asking you, does this way of being serve you any longer? I think it's a habit that I've had for a lot of years that I'm not sure that <laughs> you're still not answering the question. <laughs> yeah. Right, fair enough. Yes. It does still serve you. No, no. It, it, I, I hope everybody's hearing this because I'm really struggling with this answer. And the reason I'm struggling is there's some sort of wicked ass self doubt popping in. Can I break through? Mm, very good. Now you've got it. Um, and so all you need to do is just acknowledge your resistance to it and right. just get the question and just answer it. Does this way of being serve you any longer going forwards? It shouldn't. <laughs> That's still not a fucking answer. No, it's not. <laughs> so then that's fascinating to me why I'm not just saying yes or no. And I'm wondering if that's me not wanting to change it, which is, it was a fascinating thought process mm -hmm. or is it, I'm a, afraid of what I'll see on the other side. That's, that's an interesting thought process for me right now. You're, you're, you're getting warmer to it. Yes. <laughs> what am I missing? <laughs> well, you can't go any further until you answer that question in a way that enables you to move forward. And the question is, is does that way of being serve you any longer? And this is where you just answer no. I know, but I, but, but it's so ingrained. That's fucking fascinating to me. So I'm going to say no, but there's self doubt coming with that. No, that's okay. That's fine. Cool. Yeah. But you get that, that way of being just doesn't serve you anymore, right? Yeah, it's fucking pointless to have that way of being. Yeah, good. But look, now you say it, right? Right, take, right. Take, <laughs> but do you see how much you resisted just to say I, that? Totally, right? totally. It's fucking wild. Yeah, brilliant. Um, really good. Well done. So now that you get that that way of being doesn't serve you, and I get that you get the impact of it, we've completed that section. So now I have three questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So... Who invented, I'm not seen as enough? I did. Very good. So I'd like you to write down, I invented this. Okay. Okay. So now that you get that you invented, I'm not seen as enough. Is I'm not seen as enough true? No. Very good. So I'd like you to write down, this isn't true. Got it. Okay, so now that you get that you invented I'm not seen as enough and that I'm not seen as enough isn't true, do you need to be that way any longer? No, but that was very good. <laughs> very good. So now I'd like you to write down I don't need to be this way anymore. 
what's fascinating and i want the listeners to hear is is the you're getting to hear my own thoughts out loud which is kind of fun to do mm. got it what what do you get from writing that down um I invented this. This isn't true. I don't need to be the best way anymore. Um, I think there's a little power in that writing. I think there's still some skepticism whether I can do this, and I don't know why. Um, yeah. But I but I respect the idea right now of that is a step in the right direction. That's fair. Yeah. So. You see, up until this conversation, you've been living in the world as of I'm not seen as enough. And we, we can tell that because of the unwanted impacts that you read out. You clearly said how you've set limits on yourself and how you hold yourself back from really doing the things that you know you're capable of. And, and you hold yourself back from impacting the world like you really could. Right. So, the interesting thing is, is that these ways of being, they're not like, they don't, they don't dominate us just before we're about to ask somebody out on a date or get up on stage to, you know, to speak to an audience or, or go into a job interview. The rest of the time, the survival part of our brain that went through that experience when in your case, you were six for me when I was three, and then it interpreted the world in such a way, the survival part of the brain then has a mission to ensure that we never experience that again. So what it does is it secretly stops us ever experiencing that again. So it has us not ask somebody out on a date, avoid getting up on stage and not go to a job interview. In your case, it's having you play like a serious high level, you know, online superstar entrepreneur but no way near to the level that you really could operate at. Why? Agreed. It's just keeping you safe. And so up until this conversation, you didn't have choice. It's just the way the world was. But imagine that you were like a fish at water. In this conversation, I've enabled you to jump out of the water, see what you're swimming in. So now you've got the biggest gift a human being has, and that's the power of being. Being is the ability to choose how we respond in a moment because we can be this way or we can be that way. And so now it doesn't mean that this experience of I'm not seen as enough will just disappear. You'll probably always feel it. But right now you have a choice as to whether you continue to be because of that way of thinking or you be because of the future that you see that you're capable of achieving. That's a fascinating thought process. Mike, question is the visual visualization of the fish jumping out of the water mm. is that a unique tool that can be used forward to help remind me of the journey possibly it, you know th th there's different ways that it can work but so far all we've done is just brought you aware of what was in the way and now you should be experiencing yourself in a kind of space of, well, now what? Because you've been doing that your whole life, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really is fascinating to uh, almost in a 
euphoric's not the right word, but I see it. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I love the, the idea of the fish looking down out of the <laughs> muck and what that looks like. It's a cool visual for me. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Very good. And so what I'm hearing in you is there's maybe a, a little bit of inspiration about what might be next. I think there's a path forward. Nice. That what like a path forward that there wasn't before. I think it's a recognized. I'm trying to choose my words right. It's it's it's. Yeah, I, I can go with path forward. Um, because once you know what the problem is, you can almost always find the solution. So so. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Yeah. 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 Very good. So now, if you write the title for the next section, which is empowered state. An underempowered state, if you could write down, now I can be. Now I can be. Okay. So now, that, now that you don't need to be, I'm not seen as enough, how can you be now? <laughs> I can be me. It almost sounds like a damn uh, poem. Um, nice, which is great, right? Well, but, you know, it's fascinating which is a more powerful statement is I can be what, who everybody already thinks I am because nobody yeah. really ever sees me as not as enough. Right. But that's, but that whole conversation and way of thinking is based in the past. Cause it doesn't really matter how other people see you. I mean, oh, it does, it does to a certain point. Cause All right, I fucking feel, hate I you for that, brand, but you're right. right. No, no, you're right. I fucking hate you for that, but you're right. <laughs> Cause so you went, Back to being how? Not seen as enough because I was worried about how others saw me, right? Very good. I fucking now hate you for that. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Don, like Donnie's just blowing me away with his confidence in doing this live. Like normally this is done like in, you know, sort of private one-on-one -on -one sessions and he's just gone really deep with this. Like this is true leadership. This is amazing. <laughs> so, so, so who invented I'm not seen as enough? Me. Very good. Is I'm not seen as enough true? No. Very good. So do you need to be that way any longer? No. Very good. God, Great. that was tough. Still tough to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is at first. It is at first because you're still, you know, programming. Is, yeah. Programming. Yeah. It's, you're still set to survive the world as if that's how it really is. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. But now that you don't need to be that way anymore, how can you be now? I, I, I'm going to stick with I can be me because that has been the number one thing that I've been trying to do. And I know this is going to be a little bit living in the past, but, you know, me growing up with others was I live because of their stories. So I love mm. being around people and saying, you know, this guy is so awesome, such an amazing person. And I would lift them up in hopes that others would see me as inspiring as them. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, I have been on this three year journey of, you know, personal self discovery. That's why I'm doing this now. I think it's really fun to go through all this. Um, but, but to continue to meet me, I mean, when I launched my business, I truly did not know that I didn't know myself. Right. Up until that point where <laughs> I got to a point in my life where I almost lost everything I had. Wow. I thought I knew who I was. So now that I got to this moment where the world is on me and it's up to me to create as much as I can, 
I was finding the breakthroughs, but I was also finding the limitations in those breakthroughs, you know, yeah, got uh, it through. So I really like the idea and the sound of that. I can just show up as me. And what's funny is I, nope, that's going in the past. We're going to re- not even throw that fucking statement. But, out. But, but look how powerful that was. You caught yourself right about, about to go back into surviving. Yeah, the world, fucking yes, I did. Well done. So that's a, now that's becoming a breakthrough now. Yeah. You've just stopped a pattern there from owning you and you chose how to be instead of it. That's really cool. Well done. Well done. Yeah. So how is that as a way of being? I think it's freeing. Is that yes. the right word? Yeah, free. I, why, I don't know why I cared to ask you if that was the right word. That's my word. Um, but that's a fascinating I'm self-correcting a bunch right now. This is funny. Um, but that's, the, you know, does being free inspire you? Yeah, you know, I, 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 I wish I could articulate. The so for the, for the listeners, they need to hear what's going through my head. I think it's important. On one hand, I keep finding myself going, you know, it's going to be nice to not give a shit what people think about me or anything like that. But none of that shit matters. Uh, this is an internal conversation very good. Uh, very that I'm good. having with myself back and, and, and forth. It's very good that you said that, you see, because the catch isn't the invention of I'm not seen as enough. The catch is, is, is inventing a realm which is seen as enough and not seen as enough. So right. now you have this whole judge of it's in or it's not that's then applied to everything. And it's not the problem of I'm not seen as enough. It's that the invention of being seen as enough is, exists as well because both come from the same realm that's totally made up. Right, very well said. Just don't need to do that anymore. And, and, and it's you realizing that you don't need to do that anymore that's giving you the feeling of freedom. Agreed, agreed. Which is a wild thought, compro- you know, thought process all the way through. Brilliant. I'm loving this. I can't believe we've done this live. This is amazing. So my question then is, how is this sustainable? Okay. So just under empowered state, complete that statement. And now I can be free. Got it. So let's just complete this section. So Donnie, now that you don't need to be, I'm not seen as enough anymore. How can you be now? Um, just read out that sentence. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, now I can be free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got it. Yeah, got it. Nice. Yeah, now I can be free. So how does it feel to say that out loud? That's a good, strong statement that I like. Yeah, nice. Now I can be free. Yeah. And again, it doesn't mean that that experience of I'm not seen as enough is just going to disappear. As I said, you'll probably always have it. What's interesting is the visualizations that keep running through my head as I say, you know, now I can be free. It's, mm. it's, you know, I'm actually almost like seeing myself mountaintops and everything else. It's really, really weird. The, the, the things that are going through my head of what that means to be free. It's kind of cool. Brilliant. So now the next title, the final section is life purpose. So if you took on being free, Donnie, what becomes possible for you, your life and the world? I took on being free. What does that mean? What does that make possible? Well, I don't want to say anything 
even but though it's there, there right it's yeah, it's there. yeah it's, but it's, it's actually there. is true it's anything right somebody who's being free would experience okay so let, 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 let me speak that out loud so it ran through my head and just because i think it's more powerful for them to hear both sides of what's going through my head yeah correct is i actually asked myself internally if that was pompous to think it could be anything right but the <laughs> yeah. truth the answer is fucking anything yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. that's the dialogue that ran through my fucking head because I was going right back into my own self-program loop of yeah. am I enough all the way through this fucking process. Very good. You're I fucking hate it. you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brilliant. But you said something about mountain peaks, mountain tops. Yep. What was that about? Um, I don't know what they've they they represent per se but it's a cool visualization um i spent three months in norway on top of some big ass mountains when oh I was in wow um and we were literally you know on their highest mountain which i believe is trondheim um while we were in norway and and Although I was a U.S. you know Marine in in Norway, it was pure freedom. I mean, there was there was sky as far as you could see. You know, there was snow fucking everywhere. You know, I've been, was, I've been to Norway. It's, it's gorgeous. The, the the space and the expanse is unbelievable. Yeah, it's gorgeous. So, so I'm going to ask you again: What becomes possible for you in your life in the world if you took on being free? Anything. Anything. Truly anything. Truly anything. Like what? Um, what do you what like what what do you see yourself taking on now? You know, I've got one major thing that I want to do, and I want to always be the guy I needed on my entire journey, right? So, but I want to be that for the rest of the fucking world. You know, as nice. as I as I was going about and doing anything, I was always looking for that person that you know, would give me advice, help me out and all the way through, which I never understood until I, you know, ran my own business and started meeting me is I was at my own person all the way fucking along. I didn't need anybody else. Right. I mm. was my own person, but I want to help people discover that in themselves. I want Brilliant. to use me to, to. So, so what becomes that. possible for them through you being free that they find their own freedom. Nice that that's the ultimate is nice they, they have the courage within to do the fucking things that i've done walk away Brilliant. from the the this you know the slavery of being in corporate america chase their own dreams and and test themselves like they never have in their entire life that's what amazing I'm what and what what would that make possible for them in their lives uh, i think they would discover themselves and yeah. I think that they would finally show up and be the person they've been trying to become their entire life. Nice. And what would happen to your life once people started to experience that through you? Yeah, it becomes limitless. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, there's so many ways my wife and I want to impact the world. Mm. show up and do i mean from wildlife parks to giving back to massive charities to to just showing up to 
impact to to help the world and do things that we've seen others do because they found their own freedom and were capable of legitimately change the world and i love steve jobs you know saying is the only people that can change the world are the people that are crazy enough to believe they can and that's where i i'm i've been working on getting to for the longest fucking time because nobody is helping the guys like me Mm. right nobody's going in and saying hey this is the fucking path this is the way to go and so well, apart from that guy called dan you had on your podcast <laughs> well he's an asshole anyways we don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> you know but but i mean that that's 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 where i think is it takes guys like us and gals that that are doing the same thing that yeah. that believe that they can truly put a dent in this fucking world by teaching others so so what world. difference has this conversation made to your perception of yourself in- you know what, what's fascinating for me about it is i've thought about that that you know six years old wrestling moment um mm. more frequently in the last couple of years um and because i was trying to put meaning behind it you mm. know I've, I've heard read in books and everything else that you know, something most likely in your past is, is lingering over you. And mm. I was fascinated um, that that thing kept popping up. Yeah. So I, I think for me, understanding how the old way of thinking is a form of mental slavery is a very, very fascinating thought process because now it's a choice. I can yes. choose Yes. To let that control me, or I can just move the fuck forward. Or you can choose to be how you need to be to create that impact. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So now you have choice. And choice is freedom. Massive. So good shit, Dan. You're still an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Where did you learn all this? I've I've been brought through coaching conversations and then I had great insights and breakthroughs. And then I wanted to work out how can I take people through the breakthrough that I've had. And it's why it took me, you know, many, many years. I mean, this hasn't changed much in the last five years, but it took me 10 years to first discover what transformation was and then find a way of putting it into a language that I could then guide somebody else through to experience what I went through, but in one session, like you just have. How old are you, Dan? 43. We're the same age. And the I, I, only reason I ask that is um, I think it's powerful to people to know. I mean, I didn't start my business until I was 40. You know, mm. And up until oh, wow. 40 years old, I was wow. working for other people. And I say that to brag that at 40 years old, I was still, you know, trying to figure the world out and had the balls to jump out and start a company. Mm. And I, I think it's powerful for people to realize that, you know, you said five years are still on this journey. That means at 38, you went down this path to try and figure out who the fuck you were and how to get through all of this and be able to make it a teachable moment. You've got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there, there, there's power in that thought process. Cause I think a lot of people, when you start getting close to 40, you have either, already been down the path of self-discovery or it's a very pivotal moment in life where I, I know for me, 
I literally had the thought process, do it now or shut the fuck up forever. Mm. You know, and, yeah, and yeah. that that was a very powerful conversation I had for myself because I, I was literally telling myself that either I get in the game and make something of myself or I get okay just being where I am in my life. Yeah. And either one of those paths I was going to be okay with, but I'm glad I chose the other one. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then of course, you know, they're like those, what we call midlife crisis. Right. And we either, we either crash and burn and recoil backwards or we, we rise up out of it and, and create ourselves in a new way and go on to create something greater and better. But then there's also those shadow aspects, those lingering views mm. of ourselves that we've subconsciously created from the past that often hold us back from really fulfilling our potential and the work that we've done today we've you know been able to guide you through to to see something that's new right yes totally totally yeah and i'm going to challenge everybody listening to to if you didn't play along with us go back and listen to this and hopefully my questions to him as I was going through and my own self doubts that kept poking its head up and everything else. I hope you hear those. I hope that you dive into your own world and question where your own thoughts are coming through. Because for me, that was powerful to, and, and you guys couldn't see it as you were listening, but there's a lot of times my eyes are up in the top of my head as I'm thinking through what's going through my own <laughs> fucking head, trying to, to, put the real worlds you know out there to to make a lot of sense so um yeah this is this has been a fascinating experiment and, and i appreciate the fuck out of you you should <laughs> but, but i appreciate the fuck out of you um so if somebody wanted to go through this like you know surely they could listen to this and go through it on their own but if they wanted to go through it with you how would they get in touch with you how would they contact it so you could take them through this on their own journey yeah, well, I mean, you know, this is this is sort of something that's at the earlier part of the stages when I work with somebody, which is the clearing away of what's in the way. After that, there's new layers of them creating who they are in the world and the results they're going to create. But if somebody wanted to experience this, they can go to danwarburton.com and you can Spell apply for, for, him for our audio listeners uh w a r and then burton so w is in we're going to war and then burton as in burton snowboards dan warburton.com nice yeah uh, dude i i've got to tell you this has been a fascinating journey um i'm not sure what i expected going down this path but i am fucking stoked that we went the way we went so we can share this shit for to the world um and I can continue on my mission to to change and impact the world the way I want to, brother. You keep doing you. Right? Thank you. And, you know, this, this thing that I've created, I know, hands down, it's absolutely revolutionary. And it's only a matter of time before word gets out about this in the transformational coaching world, you know, and how it enables us to break through those limits and, and really succeed in extraordinary ways. Just a matter of time. Well, two things you have is one, this will, this will go pretty loud on, on the podcast, but two, um, you have my permission to use this in any regard you want to. You want to put this on your fucking website, anything else, feel free, use it. <laughs> I um, think there's too much swearing in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, welcome to my world. <laughs> Maybe you can find the highlight reel. <laughs> so, um, but but absolutely fascinating, brother. I, I truly appreciate you. I meant to send a message off to Kelly and Martin and and say thank you for the introduction. So, um, yeah, no, thank you. This has been huge. So here's how I wrap up every episode that I do on the podcast, and I do stump some people. So so get ready for this. If you were going to leave the champions who listen to this podcast from around the world with a quote, a a saying, a phrase, a mantra, something they can take with them, especially when they're stacked up against it, what would that quote or phrase be for them to say, remember this by? Don't ever settle for second best because the minute you settle for second best, you've just waved goodbye to all your dreams, goals, and ambitions and they will never happen and you'll one day feel regret and that regret will be the worst thing you ever feel so don't ever ever settle for second best and don't give up to realize your greatest dreams and ambitions fucking love it dude just awesome my friend i appreciate the hell out of you thanks for coming on (laughs) and doing this with me and, and thanks for having the courage to do it live with me i think that was a lot of damn fun brilliant thank you so much donny absolutely my friend been wanting to change things up a little bit on how we talk about our sponsors and the people who help make this show great so this is gonna be a little bit different style of commercial family fund has been supporting families of first responders for a number of years and it all started as a idea of stacy and michael mcgovern who are the founders of Blue Family Fund. And it's a really unique story, but instead of me telling you, hear it in Stacy's words of why they started Blue Family Fund. Because I wanted to give back, I wanted to do more. You know, we'd been so successful in our for-profit business that um, we looked at each other and we said, you know, how can we, how can we pay this forward? My husband and I, how, you know, how can we pay it back, pay it forward? My grandfather, when I was growing up, always used to tell me, you know, in life, you get what you give. And um, I'm a big believer in that. You know, what you put out there, you can sometimes get back threefold. So we really just wanted to do more. We were already helping police officers, you know, with off-duty work. So how could we help the families? You know, as a family of a police officer, I understand that it's just as hard on the family as it is the actual officer. How could we do more for them um, by providing maybe scholarships for their dependents or financial aid for dependents that want to uh, pursue higher education. Stacy is one of the most humble people I know. Uh, their company, Point Blank Safety Services, has employed 200 off-duty police officers for, for several years and success on protecting the freeways, the highways, and everything else has done just Amazing things, not only for the state of Texas, but for the lives of the family officers that need additional income as they protect our lives. So for the fact that her and Michael would set up this fund to help the families in times of need, it's it's really a, a, a beautiful thing. Blue Family Fund is focused on first responders and their families. And Recently, 
Stacy and Michael are able to give a small check to a the family of a fallen police officer. He was a, a husband and a dad, and very touching uh, moment as I watched the video and presentation of the check. And you know, I, I wanted to hear from Stacy what it meant to her to be able to do that for that family. It's amazing. Um, the feel I can't I can't even describe the feeling. And then. You know, when, you know, I don't feel like it's that much money, but then when you hand it to them and they, they um, break down crying because it's just enough to maybe get them over the next hurdle or obstacle that they've got going on, um, it's, it's really a great feeling just to be able to, to do that. And the, the family you're talking about, both daughters are actually also firefighters, so they're both first responders as well. Um, so just a total first responder family and um, just to be able to give back to them and, and let them know that there are people that, that are gonna remember their dad and their husband and there are people that care. It's it's a really great feeling. One of the things that I think is magical behind the Family Fund is because of the success of Point Blank Safety Services, Stacy and Michael have set up Blue Family Fund to where 100% of the donations go back to the families of first responders how we're different than maybe some other charities, how we pay all the bills for the, the nonprofit ourselves. So every single dollar donated can actually go directly to a family. So literally 100% of all donations are um, handed forward, you know, to, to either a scholarship or to a, a financial aid for a family that has lost a first responder. Blue Family Fund has been my charity of choice for number of years now and it's truly amazing organization so if you're a fan of the show and you like the content we put out there do me a favor head over to bluefamilyfund.org and send a little financial love their way Kevin and I have a lot of fun each week recording these episodes and sharing our best thoughts and ideas with you all. Man, we're just proud to, to have you guys as listeners always tuning in. And we really appreciate the messages. We get the DMs, the emails, and the likes from you guys with questions and ideas for future shows. And that just means the world to us. We really are changing how the world networks. We've poured our heart and soul into Success Champions networking, and it continues to grow. So if you haven't checked out a chapter and you're looking for a mastermind group of pure, absolute badasses that understand that giving introductions are way more powerful than referrals, go to successchampionnetworking.com and request a visit. And thanks for being you. Thanks for being a champion of your success, because that's what it means to be a success champion.